Today on the show, gosh, what did we get into? Well, it was Feel Good Friday, so already in a good mood. Also, how long does it take for you to actually decide if you like someone or not on a dating app? And why fans of the show were texting in with a new hashtag, hashtag let Lauren pee. Because Joey doesn't (laughs) let me go to the bathroom. Like, that makes me sound so terrible. Also, (laughs) a brand new makeup or breakup. So enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Joey and Lauren. All right, Lauren's got your skinny coming up next. What is in your skinny? Lots of things. No, I was uh, actually scrolling through uh, Twitter yesterday, and I saw something that shocked me. Like, I literally almost fell out of my chair, and it has to do with Matt Damon. All right, so we'll get into that. Some Matt Damon news for you. That's what you need on a feel-good Friday. You know, I've talked about the COVID tough times affecting our vending machine before. I think it's hit a new low, or a new high, I should say. So I forgot my uh, normal human being drink this morning. I was running a little late, so I didn't, and we didn't have any Red Bulls at the house. So SOS at this point, right? Right. Getting a little nervous. How said, can you ever function? You know, it's been a good decade since I've had a Mountain Dew. I'm not a big Mountain Dew fan, but it's got caffeine in it. It's got Give the me kick a little you punch. Need. So I head over to the vending machine. Mm-hmm. One dollar for a can of soda now. One dollar. Dang. I, the prices keep going up. So I feel like it. Uh... I feel like it was like 75 cents before, no? Yeah. Even used, that, I feel like, is a little morning, much for a can of soda. It used to be 50 cents. It used to be 50 when I started working here. Now it's a dollar. Doubled up the price. Dang. Don't even get me started on the candy. <laughs> so um, I don't even remember the last time I went to the vending machine. True story. Like, it's, gosh, been like two years. Yeah, well. I just walked past it. I don't even been, know. Some of the problem is actually with our vending machine been that they, people don't use it enough, and mm-hmm. so we've had expired food in there, and then all of a sudden you want a Kit Kat, and it's got mold growing on it, right? <laughs> so I decided, you know what? I think I'm just going to open up my own cubicle store and make some money here. So You really could. Just like, you know, and uh, you see the movies and TV shows mm-hmm. with the kids. They open up the locker and everything's got There know, was a kid like that. that at my elementary school. It's illegal. You I not? don't think you're allowed to do it. But We had this little... Um like this little student store in elementary school where you could give like a quarter and yeah. get like a Chaco Taco, my personal favorite. Uh, but there was a, this kid that found something in the system where he was able to sell off snacks that he would bring from home. Legit, like would bring it in like his lunchbox, chips, candy, soda. That's impressive. And he'd charge like 50 cents. So he he's either right now a rich billionaire or he's in prison because that that, that goes one <laughs> of two ways. He either does business the legal way or he starts getting into illegal pushing of things. <laughs> That's where your friend is. Uh, so I saw this. Digital daters can decide if they like someone in 30 seconds, according to new research. So if you've been dating digitally on your apps and everything. and wow, 30 the, seconds. The Zoom dating, which, yeah. you know, a few months ago, more people are going out now, but a few months ago in, you know, Idaho and pretty much it felt like every state was doing the whole stay-at-home order, there were people that were doing just FaceTime dates, Zoom dates. We mm-hmm. had a few of them on our show. Yeah. But they say now 30 seconds you can decide by looking at a few pictures, reading a quick bio, you can decide in 30 seconds. I actually think that's totally accurate and understandable. You could said you in, 30 in, 30 seconds, seconds? in 30 seconds they could decide if they want to be with this person. If they like someone or not. They can yeah. basically decide if they're yeah, a I good think fit. So. I think so, um, which actually, saying it out loud kind, it kind of sounds sad because it doesn't it give does. somebody enough time to really make a good impression. But I can see where people would make that judgment. Like, in 30 seconds you can find out if someone maybe has the same beliefs as you, right? You can find out, oh, this, that, or the other about them. You can find out... Oh, that they're a cat person. I don't like cats. You know what I mean? I mean, that sounds bad, but yeah, 30 seconds, I can I can dig it. Well, if that's the case, I would never find love if I was single again because there's no way someone would look 
at my bio, <laughs> look at three of my pictures and say, yeah, that's the guy. We need to somehow set up like a 30 second impression of Joey. Somehow we get people to find your profile in some way. People have never seen you before. So they, maybe they listen to this show. Maybe they don't. They've never seen you before. We post it up and we say, 30 seconds, what is your impression? Just a quick little bio. So it's a picture of you, uh, maybe a couple of your hobbies, a couple of your dislikes. Not funny, big nose, thinks he's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not going to work. Yeah. No, no it's not it could work. work. Oddly shaped, body hair in weird this spots. Would, this would actually probably backfire on me and then someone, you, you guys would fall in love yep. and run off together. Uh, also, virtual dates have soared by 36% during the coronavirus, Yeah, which is not surprising. Mm-mm. I can't imagine going on a Zoom or FaceTime date. I mean, we do a meetings by them, so maybe it's not that weird. But yeah. I'm just trying to think of like, hey, you're looking nice. Thanks. It's a filter. <laughs> like. <laughs> You know, how do you get, how do you get, how do you have drinks with someone? I guess you just drink your own drinks and maybe, it we'll, maybe we'll try it. Maybe we'll yeah. go on a date virtually. I think it could be a fun experience. It's yeah. a little exciting. It's different. You know, it's out there, a little out of the box. So how long would, does it take you to decide if someone's the right fit for you? Could you, if you're on the um, Tinder, Bumble mm-hmm. apps, I'm trying to think, what's the other one that a lot of people are on? One of our coworkers is on it. Oh, Hinge. Hinge. If you're on any of those. Can you decide if you like someone in 30 seconds or left? 68719-TEXAS. Like someone? Yes. Like, I can decide in 30 seconds if yeah. someone, if I want to go on a date with someone. All right, so let but us But I know need that. that date to kind of figure out deeper. Sure, sure. But you're saying um, immediately service level, you yeah. decide if you like someone. All right, Lauren has your skinny up next. Yeah, Sean Mendes and Justin Bieber rumors. I'll tell you next. Florence Hollywood Skinny. So yesterday I was scrolling through Twitter, and I happened to see a headline that yesterday was Matt Damon's birthday. I want to just throw it out there. Give me your best stab at it. How old do you think Matt Damon is? Give me a guess. 47. No, but that's closer than I thought you would get. And now I feel like I'm overreacting for no reason. He's what? 50 and it blew my oh, mind. Okay, yeah. I mean, it like shocked me to my core. I don't know why. I was like, what? He's not going to be 27 year old Jason Bourne forever. But 50, you know, you're right. Like, he looks really good at 50. And Brad Pitt's over 50, right? Isn't uh, Brad Pitt oh. like 52 or 53 he or must something? Be. Yeah, I think so. Actually, the most recent uh, little clip I saw of Brad Pitt when he did that uh, table talk with a bunch of other people from the cast of, what was it? It's always a good time in Hollywood or whatever. Well, no. It's always a bad time in Philadelphia. No, What's that? what was it? A I don't bad, know. Everybody was freaking out because Jen Aniston was on the same Zoom oh, call. Oh, that's right. Anyway, I digress. The most recent clip old. I saw of of Brad Pitt, I was like, oh, he is age is catching up to that man. Oh, you really still sexy. So you're saying he's still, okay. still sexy, of course, yeah, people but say age Clooney. is I mean, catching up to him. George Clooney's like 78, and everyone thinks he's yeah. still hot. I mean, I was just shocked. Maybe it's just me, but I was like, what? Matt Damon, 50? All right, so Sister Act 3 is happening, confirmed by the Whoopi herself. I'll be honest, I have never seen Sister oh, Act or Sister Act 2. I haven't. Really? I haven't seen them. Nope. Never well, seen them. Now you can see one, two, and three. Oh, you know three. what? Because that's what that's what twenty twenty needs is Sister Act three to unite the world. Hey, when Whoopi Goldberg confirms, we're all excited about it. Whoopi, well, she's around. She's doing the uh, that one show. Is it the, the View or the Talk? Which the one view. is she on? She's on the View. The View. The yes. View. I'll tell you that show. I can last two seconds. It is. They just start yelling at each other and arguing. Like I had, an, I, I had an omelet for breakfast. Well, I had an omelet for breakfast. Well, you're a Democrat. Well, you're a Republican. 
Um, Sean Mendez addressed uh, some rumors. People in a recent interview were asking him, you know, are you going to be collaborating with Justin Bieber on a new track soon? Because there's been rumors. And he did not confirm or deny, which I take it nah, as... they'll get together. I take it as a uh, collab, for sure. When someone won't confirm... You know, don't they both kind of sound the same, though? I feel like no. Sean Mendez and Bieber... No? They don't? No, no. I, I feel like so. they're kind of the same artist. They kind of do the... You're just getting a mixed up because they're both young male performers. Oh, well, all I know is Bieber's new song, Holy, with Chance the Rapper. Perfection. I it's actually really, really love that song. Really and song. I like Chance the Rapper. Yeah, I actually I like really do. Uh, so social media has been blowing up since the uh, vice presidential debate. Won't get into that. We don't get into politics, but I will say there was the... Uh, the viral fly yeah, that was fly on, Mike Pence's on Mike Pence's head. Yeah. head. And now um, <laughs> the social media world, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everyone is calling for Jeff Goldblum to play the fly on SNL. <laughs> <laughs> he, is that a compliment? If someone just, goes, you would make a good fly. I want to ask you this question, and I don't mean to put you on the spot. Who do you think would make a good fly? I think Jeff Goldblum, uh, like right off the top. Danny DeVito, great fly. Danny DeVito. Okay, so I no, thought no, of the Danny guy. Danny DeVito would be a great cockroach if you had to play a cockroach. <laughs> I, I got to thinking about, um, I can't, I'm blanking on his name. He's the guy that plays the voice of Smeagol in, um, oh. do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's in 13 Going on 30. Yep. Uh, he's the boss. I think he would be a good fly. He just came to my mind. I just can't imagine uh, Jeff Goldblum's agent getting you. Hey, we got a role for Jeff. All right, yeah. What are you thinking? So he'd Hear be a fly. Out. It's the fly. But then again, Paul Rudd was Ant Man. I mean, that's not exactly a compliment. That is true. Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He has now become the most followed man in the U.S. on Instagram, just barely passing Joey Jenkins. With 200 million followers. He just barely passed you. Very close. In fact, let me see how many. Go follow me on Instagram so I can get this close is a, to the rock. A, uh, a nice little humble drop. Follow Joey at Joey on radio. Get 897. Him, get him closer to the rock's numbers. I'm just trying to get to 900 While followers. you're at it, follow me too at Lauren on radio. You have enough followers. You have 1,300 followers. I'm That's saying, not enough. Joey and Lauren's got 3,200 followers, which by the way, later on, the show. We got to talk about how we have a video that we posted on Instagram like three weeks ago. It's blown up. It has 200,000 views and now we're getting hate comments. I know. Like crazy. I don't even know if I want to. It's a thing. We're getting like 20 hate comments a day. Yeah, That is bad. your Hollywood skinny. Now I'm upset. All right. Let's get to radiotherapy. Jeremy in Middleton is going to join us. He has been with his girlfriend for 12 years. But now he wants to drop a bombshell on her, and it's coming up next. Got issues? Let's talk about it. It's time for Radiotherapy with Joey and Lauren. Radiotherapy, where you have problems in your life, and we solve them here on the show. Jeremy in Middleton is our guest today on Radiotherapy. He is realizing something about his relationship and just about him personally, and he's worried if he's honest and upfront about it, he'll lose the love of his life. So Jeremy joining us now. Good morning, man. Morning, guys. How you doing? Uh, we're doing we're wonderful. Good. All right, Better so, than you, I think. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like you've come to a realization, and now you're worried about explaining that to your girlfriend. Correct. Um, so basically, uh, I have been with my girlfriend for 12 years now. It's been 12 great, awesome years together, and it's 
definitely gotten to the point where she is looking for a ring. She's expecting a proposal. And oh, only 12 years. Okay, wow. You don't say. Boy, she's, <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. a real fast mover there. 12 is definitely a while, and it's been amazing, but the thing is that she definitely is, she's, you know, been wanting a ring for quite a while now, and right. I just, I don't think I'm all about marriage. I mean, I'm just, I'm not about it. Like, I look, I grew up, my parents got divorced, their marriage failed completely, and mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if I want to risk that potentially happening, but also I feel bad because she wants the ring and I don't want to lose her if I don't want to get married. And I'm just, I'm not sure if I can really compromise here. And it's just, it's, it's frustrating mm-hmm. because I love her and I feel like we, you know, we're committed 12 years. Hello. So uh, do we need the, the marriage? Do we need the wedding? So it's just, I don't know what to do here. Okay. Uh, I have a two part question for you. Does your girlfriend know how you feel about marriage? And the follow up to that is, is she an ultimatum girl? Like, is she going to be like, I'm going to walk if you don't propose? Well, so the thing is, is she, she knows I've been hesitant and she hasn't really given the ultimatum yet. I'm just dreading that might come soon. Hmm. Mm, well, it's been 12 years. What's so another 12, right? <laughs> this is so hard. You know this what? is like, such a personal decision. I can't tell you one yeah. way or the other. Oh, and that's truthfully, that's the best way to put it is you cannot give an answer of yes, get married or no, don't mm-hmm. get married. The only thing I could tell you is Lauren's first question was nail on the head. If all in the back of your mind, Jeremy, you've never wanted to get married and you've been with someone for 12 years and they don't know that about you, that is a huge deal, right? It, well, she's waiting me, around. It's the yeah. same thing if, for instance, you know, and I don't know if you guys want kids, but what if all of a sudden your girlfriend of 12 years says, oh, by the way, no, I'm, I don't want kids. I've never wanted kids. Well, you could say, well, whoa, that's like a, that's like a mm-hmm, big thing. Mm-hmm. Same with marriage. There is a part of me that goes, okay, 12 years. You've been together. You just brought up how, well, I don't know why a ring would add to it. Her argument could be the same thing. I don't know why not having a ring would be that big of a deal. So, like, like the people that say, I want to be married, use the same argument for you that say, I don't want to be married. They could say, if we're happy and we're together for 12 years, why can't we make it official? And you're saying, if mm-hmm, we're happy mm-hmm. and we've been together for 12 years, why does anything need to be official when things are going great? Right. Exactly. But I think communication is the no. You have yeah. to tell her that you are not a fan of Listen, marriage. Listen, yes, I could give you my two cents, my personal opinion, and that would be get married because I love being married and married is great. But, you know, a lot of people feel differently. And you're exactly right, Jeremy. You're like, I've, we've been together for 12 years. What's the point? We're pretty much married anyway. We live together. Whatever. We're happy. She's happy. I'm happy. But like Joey mentioned, I think it's important to have that conversation to find out where she's at, what's her headspace. I also feel like it's unfair. It's kind of unfair on both sides. I was going to say, it's unfair for her to be like, I'm not going to stay with you I've been if with you, you don't 12 propose years, to me. But now all of a sudden we're done. Yeah. So what? Those 12 years are wasted. But then on the other hand, I can see how she'd be like, no, I want someone who's committed for a lifetime with me. So I don't know. How do you handle this when you want something or don't want something that your partner wants or doesn't want that's sticky? Yeah, no, those are those are good points, and I'm just I'm I'm just terrified of losing her. But I mean, you just right I have to be open with communication, and I think we just need to have that conversation. The other thing, maybe to consider, maybe you don't get legally married if if that's really not your thing. But what could you do as an outward symbol or as a commitment to her that maybe would give her the feeling of 
I know that you're not just a random boyfriend that I've had for over a decade. Is there a, I don't know if a ring, is there a tattoo or is it, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, is there the something? Difference, really? I, I know. I'm just trying to figure out. I, the- yeah. And I also want to point out too, Jeremy, you brought up your parents' divorce and how you don't want to end up like that and have a failed marriage. What I would say, my advice towards that, I mean, my parents are also divorced. I would say, don't let someone else's failed marriage become a reflection on your relationships. Cause you don't want to constantly be thinking about that. Yeah. You want to be positive about your relationships. Yeah, no, it's a good point. I mean, that's my parents. It's not us, mm-hmm. so I shouldn't really worry about that. You got to express that to your girlfriend. Say the same things you told us about. I'm worried about losing you. I'm not big into marriage. My parents divorced. All those things, and maybe she's going to re- bounce back and give you some great insight. But let's do this. Have you been in this situation, or are you like Jeremy? You've been in a long term relationship. You just don't want to get married, and maybe there's some conflict there. The person you're with wants to get married. Again, 208-468-1027 or text us 68719. Jeremy will have some people chime in. Good luck. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Wake up, laugh, repeat. Joey and Lauren in the morning. All right, let's talk to our people out there that are in long, long, long-term relationships but don't want to get married and the conflict there because Jeremy in Middleton has been with his girlfriend for 12 years and he says, I, I have no intentions of getting married. Now, I've never really expressed that but now my girlfriend... 12 years in is like, you yeah. know, I think I want to get married. <laughs> How after 12 years you have not told her that, yeah, that- she she has to have understand by now because if she's been standing there like, hello, oh, yeah. hello, hello. No one drops hints for 12 years. So maybe this is a new revelation that she wants to get married now. Yeah, I don't know. He He's just trying to figure out how do I tell her I'm never interested in getting married to someone who really wants to get married. Yeah. That's what's hard. How do you handle that? 68719. Let's get to some text on the Idaho BMI text line. This texter says, hey, the tax rate is better for married people than single people. So that alone. (laughs) Could you imagine if we tell that to Jeremy? He's like, you know what? Good point. All right. I'm going to get married for good taxes. Will you marry me? Uh, I actually really agree with this one. It says, just give the woman a wedding. Why bank on the assumption that the relationship is going to fail? And I like that because... One thing that didn't sit well with me when we talked to Jeremy is he was like, oh, my parents got divorced and when I was younger and, and, and their marriage failed, so I don't want that to happen to me. Listen, that doesn't mean anything at all about your marriage, right? My parents are divorced. I'm not planning to divorce you, Joey. So oh, I just kind of feel like you got to do you. Like, focus on your own relationship and don't let negativity of other relationships reflect how you act. Boy, you hear that breaking news, everyone? Lauren is not planning to divorce. Now, mm-hmm. I I think, hey, if she, let's say she just wants some sort of outward, because for many people, marriage is an outward commitment of, you know, basically a relationship because you wear the wedding ring, you do the wedding, you wear the dress, you wear the tux, you do all that stuff. So I think a lot of people feel like it's that official. What if you don't get married legally, but you have a ceremony? You do a commitment yeah. ceremony. You do a ring ceremony. I get you do a tattoo I know, ceremony. I know a lot something. of people that have done that, and I support that, and I think that's great. But in the back of my mind, I just think, well, what's the point? Like, why not just go through with the whole thing? But again, some people bring up, it's hard to sign that document. Yeah. It means a lot for a lot of people, and that's something you have to talk about. This texter writes in and says, is common law marriage a thing here? Being, being together long enough might already be considered married. Yeah, we had someone call in and say that they believe common law works like that. And then they said, just do a ceremony. Mm-hmm. You add the common law marriage. You add the ceremony. Maybe that says like, oh, okay. But yeah. I still give her full reign. If she wants to get married, 
and that is her goal and that is her dream, then to me, if he really doesn't want that, it's okay for her to leave him because that's a that's a huge like it would be the same thing I think if you were with somebody and you're like I want kids they don't want kids mm-hmm. that's a huge huge part of your life if you want to be married or you don't want to be yeah. married yeah yeah I mean I brought it up when we talked to Jeremy but my my thought on it is it's like that's not really fair to him to all of a sudden be like oh by the way 12 years I don't want to marry you and then it's also not fair for her to be like uh 12 years I've been waiting around you don't want to get married okay bye like it's weird because they have so much invested in they, each other, and they, they need can, to focus yeah. on that. The points that he makes to not get married is the same points she can make to get married. Life's going great for 12 years. We have a very happy relationship for over a decade. Let's get married. I want to be we in the room. We have a very happy relationship for I, over 10 years. Why do we need to get married? I want to be in the room when they have this conversation. I'm very curious how it'll go. But yeah. this, this texter does bring up a good point. They says, listen, one of them is going to have to sacrifice to make them happy. Yes. Like someone's going to have to do something or say something. Whether it's him saying, you know what, let's get married, or her saying, you know what, everything's going well, let's not get married. It's time for the good stuff. Will you uh, hand me the tissue box? Yep. It's behind you right there. You're going to need it, sister. (laughs) I know. That's why I'm trying to prepare. You keep saying I'm going to cry. Well, I'm going to save the Lauren will cry story for the very end. But I wanted to share a Maggie Sierra from KTVB Channel 7. These stories are so good. There was a five-year-old, Lila Bryson, in Meridian. She was diagnosed with, I'm reading the headline here, she was diagnosed with acute uh, leukemia when she was a toddler. But the video, so she has beaten leukemia. And they have this huge sign in her yard. And I was watching this story about it on Sunday. They have this huge sign that says, Lila beat leukemia. And her neighborhood throws her a parade. And oh my oh, gosh. They that have this, is so sweet. There was this family that were standing on a trailer and they were singing fight song. This is my <gasps> fight. I know. Very that sweet. That really gets me right in the feels. And oh my gosh. I was watching the story. That's awesome, and Lila. Little girl got on the mic and she goes, I beat leukemia. And it's just like, oh my gosh. I can't imagine going through that with a family. That's amazing. But way to go to that Meridian neighborhood to uh, rally together and throw a big parade for her. Uh, there is a homeless dog in Turkey that has gone viral. Why? Because there was an actor in the streets doing a street performance, mm-hmm. and part of the street performance, he pretended that he was wounded on the ground. So what does this homeless oh. dog do? Oh. This homeless dog comes up to him, starts sniffing him, <laughs> and starts comforting him, oh, and nuzzles his so nuzzles his head right by his neck and sits right next down to him. Because he Aww. thought he was hurt. Aren't dogs amazing? Dogs are amazing. I remember when I was growing up, my mom has had a multitude of uh, health issues throughout my life. And I remember that our dog would always snuggle up to my mom to it comfort her sense, yep. when she needed it. It was really cool. 72-year-old Randy Long out of Alabama has also gone viral. Why? Because he was cleaning out his garage not long ago. He came across some practice baseballs he used to toss around with his son and his grandson. He took them to a local batting cage, left a note on the bucket, and here's what the bucket said. Hope someone can use some of these baseballs in the batting cages. I found them cleaning my garage. I pitched them to my son and grandson for countless rounds. My son is now a 46-year-old and my grandson is a 23-year-old. I am 72 and what I won't give to pitch a couple of buckets to them. They have both moved away. If you are a father, cherish these times. You won't believe how quickly they will be gone. I know, that's got me. Okay. Okay. Here okay, we go. I'm welling up. Here we go. That everyone. is so sweet. I know, isn't that sweet? I wish you would have saved like one though to have like a good 
pitch with his son when he came to visit. Hey, here we go. Yeah, you're right. He should have saved one baseball. I know. He's like, Dad, I don't want to play baseball. <laughs> but please, son, one more. No. <laughs> All right. Now, this is the story I saved for last. So check this out. There is a pelican that is infertile. There's a pelican that lives in a sanctuary. Mm -hmm. And for years, the pelican, the male pelican and his wife have tried to have eggs. They get the eggs. He sits on them forever. And they never hatch and have babies. And so they found out that this, I know, it's weird. Wait, is that how it works? Yeah. So they're able to have the eggs. Yes. But he can't. He can't, he can't fertilize them. Yep. So basically, they she uh-huh. ends up hatching eggs, uh-huh. but there's no birds in them. So every Aww. time, this pelican, they'll sit on them, and then they find out they don't work, and so they have to discard them. Well, they decided you know to do something feeling. at the sanctuary. I know, right? So what they did is during another pelican's mating season, they took a couple of eggs, put it in their nest, and it hatched right on schedule. And now those little baby pelicans won't Aww. leave their side. Now they're mommy and daddy. That is really sweet. That's a good batch of good stuff, huh? I didn't know birds. I mean, I guess any anyone could have infertility issues. I guess I just have never thought of birds being someone who can have that. Birds want little chickies too. Don't you know that? And that is your good stuff, Joey and Lauren. All right, let's talk about last night. Let's just get into it. Last night. (sighs) Okay. Friend's house. We had a friend yes. watch Baby J for just a little bit. We, we had to pick up uh, Baby J. And as we were driving there, I said, Joey, I have to go to the bathroom so bad. Like, it was on the verge of I was going to wet my pants. And you're like, well, I mean, you can wait till we get home. And I said, no, no, no. I said, when we go inside to pick up the baby, I, I've got to use their bathroom. I was going to pee my pants. And you're just like, what? What? Like, it literally, it was so weird coming from you. But you were just like. There's no way you no, can use their is, bathroom. You can't use their bathroom. Don't don't ask to use their bathroom. We live 10 minutes away. We live 10 minutes away from the house that we went to. And you're telling me, and by the way, this whole I'm going to pee my pants, my bladder's going to explode. You were basically just saying, I need to go to the bathroom. You did not go into the bladder exploding detail. You did not go into I'm going to pee my pants. I said I have to pee really bad. Okay. We're 10 minutes away. So this is the, this is my common courtesy, Okay. <laughs> My common courtesy is this. It's ridiculous. If you live close to whoever's house you're at and you are dropping by for a pickup, a drop-off, you're dropping off a treat, you're picking something up, you're not staying there. Like, if I go to, to my buddy's house to watch a football game, obviously I can use the bathroom. But if I drop by my buddy's house mm-hmm. to pick up something or to drop off, uh, off something, to me it is so rude to be like, oh, by the way, can I use your bathroom? You, you're catching them off guard. What if their toilet is dirty? What if their bathroom is dirty? What if someone was just in the bathroom and made a mess of it, right? What if they don't have any toilet paper? All of those things. How do you feel if someone just popped in to drop off something or pick up something and said, oh, by the way, I got to use your bathroom? I get it. I get what you're saying. But I'm not going to let my guest or somebody who's by the house, like, just suffer in pain. My when bladder hurts. And you're 10 minutes away from your uh, house. 15. That's a stretch. I ha- and I had to go. And I just thought, what's the big deal? We're going there. We're picking up the baby. Real quick, hey, can I use your bathroom before we go? You think See, that's rude? Honestly, like if somebody if somebody came to drop off something or pick up, like the same scenario in our house, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say we're watching somebody's kid. They got to come pick up their kid. They live, I know they live 10 minutes away. They're close. If they knock on the door and say, oh, by the way, can I use your bathroom real quick? I'm going to say yes. I'm not but an But you animal. think it's rude. But I would say, well, geez, Louise, I hope our bathroom's clean. Way to call us out on there. Like I, And this is why. I do have a horror story about this. 
So years ago, when we were first married, I held a poker night with a bunch of my friends. We all came over, played poker, great mm-hmm. time. My friend, who lived in the next apartment complex over, literally like a block away, right before he left our house, said, hey, can I use your bathroom? Used our bathroom. I said, yeah, okay. Left the bathroom and said, I wouldn't go in there for a while. Laughed and then left. <laughs> so from that moment on, okay, but I have not second. been a fan of this. Yes, I do think that is totally rude to just leave a bomb he like that. He in but, the apartment complex yes, next door. But I have to say, to your argument earlier, you said... If I'm at someone's house for watching the game or from there for an extended time, yes, it's okay to use the bathroom. No, before he was you there leave, for a poker night. <laughs> he was everyone what if he was, was gone. Going to poop his pants. No, he he would have. You should say that. You should say, "Excuse me, sir, I'm about to dookie my drawers. I need to use." <laughs> no, I just said, "Hey, can I use your bathroom real quick?" I just, so I just, I'm literally I, I shocked weird. because last night I said, "Joey, I have to pee so bad when we go in to pick up the baby. I'm going to use their bathroom," and you were like. I mean, I it was like, like no, I asked don't. you to was, jump off a cliff. You were just like, like 10 minutes away from like, our house. Don't you ask. Don't, don't ask them to use the bathroom. That is so rude. So it doesn't, bother, so it doesn't bother you if someone catches you by surprise. They are, you think when someone is picking something up from your house, you're not thinking in themselves, well, they may use the bathroom. Maybe I'm selfish because all I kept thinking was I have to go to the bathroom and they have a toilet. What, I mean, some clearly. People, some and people so I didn't. I didn't. More, I mean, the end of the story was I didn't ask because you, like, scared me into thinking I was going right, to be the rudest person. don't make me person. sound like I'm a horrible person. No, no, I'm just saying you You made me feel like, okay, that's totally rude if you ask. Anyway, on our way home, <laughs> I said, Joey, I'm going to wet my pants. I have to go so bad. You said, well, you should have gone at their house. You didn't tell I'm me like, your bladder was going to explode. You didn't. You, t- you just said, I, I got to go to the bathroom real bad. You didn't say, oh, my gosh, I'm going to tinkle my pants. That would have been a different story. Here's you the don't deal. think if uh, I could have hold it, held it, what I hold it, whatever, then I would have? I mean, honestly. Let's do this. 208-468-1027. You can call us. Or 68719. I'd help you in my text line. my mind. If you are picking something up or dropping something off at someone's house and you a live- A quick pop in. And you live close. You live close. Is it rude to use their bathroom or just hold it and use your own bathroom for the fact of surprising someone that may not have their bathroom ready for guests? You think about it, Lauren. There's times our bathroom does not look like it's ready for guests. The toilet paper's on the floor. Maybe I've left a little streaky streaks, okay? Like, oh we all gosh. know that. Yeah. Could you imagine? That's what I'm saying. Could you imagine? They're like, I didn't know you were going to use the bathroom. You're just picking your kid up. So yeah, let us know. I, I guess. Yesterday, we picked up baby Jay. He was uh, staying at a friend's house for a little bit. And Lauren's, we live, by the way, like 10 minutes away from their house. And Lauren goes, I got to use the bathroom. I said, no, no, no. Don't use the bathroom while we're sitting there. And Lauren goes, no, I've got to use the bathroom. Well, you said it's rude to just I ask when you're not just, there, like, s- yeah. for an extended period of time. When you're dropping by to just use someone's bathroom, I think it's a little rude. So you can call us, 208-468-1027. My one two seven. who is this? Joey, it's Katie from Cuna. Katie from Cuna. You're Kuna. so mean to your gorgeous wife. <laughs> Bless her heart. Oh, you my can gosh. come use my restroom anytime. Yes. Thank you. When you got to go, you got to go. We're five minutes from our house. Like, just <laughs> hold it. It really does not matter. I am part of the small bladder club, and two kids did a number on my body, let me tell you. Exactly. And when you have kids. Oh, if I'm picking up or dropping off something, I'm probably going to ask you to use the restroom. Small bladder club. <laughs> so. Well, you know what? what happens when you have a baby dancing on your bladder for nine months. Then don't be mad if the toilet paper's on the ground, there's no soap in the dispenser, and there may be some streaks in the toilet bowl, all right? (laughs) If you're just going to pop in like that. There's never judgment in 
our club. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so true. Thanks for the call, Katie. All right, bye. You can also text us 68719 on the Idaho BMI text line. This texter says, I'm with Lauren all the way. Go to the bathroom at your friend's house. Who cares? This person says, well, that's why I always keep my bathroom clean. Well, if only we were the same. And uh, this texter does say, it's not a big deal. I don't care either way. You got to go. You got to go. And your bladder is shot after having a baby. It's true. It's a real thing. All right. We're going to get to a brand new makeup or breakup. Tara and Andrew, they go out. They play pickleball on their first day. But something's not funny about it. Did you lose my number or? It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Tara is joining us on Makeup or Breakup. She wants to get on a second date with Andrew. Pickleball. A little sporty. I've been wanting to try pickleball. That's what they did on their first day. They played some pickleball, had some lunch. Good morning, Tara. Morning. How are you guys? We're doing wonderful. So let me get this straight. You're not hearing back from Andrew because... You're a terrible pickleball player. Or maybe you're an amazing pickleball player. Oh, you showed him up. And you showed him up. Something like that? You know, I was trying to, I was trying to do my best. I wasn't the greatest at it. Um, maybe that's why he's ghosting me. Okay. I now, hope not. I it, sure hope not. So you, you play pickleball, you have lunch, and everything is going well. I always think that um, I like it when people don't just do dinner and they do something active, they do something mm-hmm. fun. But sometimes we've had on this show, because you're not – actually sitting and having a long conversation that almost it can be a weird first date when you're playing a sport against mm-hmm. each other. Yeah, at, at first, I mean, it was definitely like, you know, kind of like meeting each other jitters, like first date jitters. We did meet through um, a mutual friend. Um, but I thought it was a great idea. I, like you said, I like that it was way out of the norm. And I feel like we kind of got to know each other's like goofy side. Um, I don't know. I thought, I thought it went great. So I, I, I just don't get it. You know, I don't okay. know why he's not. He's not responding. Mm-hmm. Maybe, okay. maybe Tara, he pulled a muscle or something like in his leg. Yeah, because or his when arm you pull a like, muscle, you can't send a text message. <laughs> he's like, I just can't. I'm out for the count. Yeah. Well, well, let's hope. Let's hope it's something that, yeah. that makes sense. Let's hope he's <laughs> injured. <laughs> All right. So here's what we're gonna do. Um, and I know you just sent one text message. Any reason why you haven't followed up? You just don't want to be too persistent, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, it was, we did only just go on that one date, you know, and so I don't want, I don't want him to think I'm like a stage five clinger. Got it. Mm-hmm. You want to be like a stage two clinger. That's how I always feel. I'm always, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. sitting at a two and a half, two and a half, three. All right. So we will play a song. We'll come back. Let's get Andrew on the line. You stay with us. We'll talk to him, get his side of this pickleball date, figure out what's going on. All right. Right. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. So we talked to Tara. She is trying to get on a second date with Andrew. They met through mutual friends. They played pickleball, the new game that's taking over the world, the new sport that everyone loves. The uh, sport that irritates tennis players all yep. over the world. Yep. Darn pickleballers. Take it up my court. <laughs> and they went out to lunch. She thought it was a great time. Right. She has only sent one text, and mm-hmm. he has not responded. That's a good point you brought up earlier. Maybe he just didn't see it or he got busy, and with the one text, it's easy to forget. But my defending that would be if he liked her enough and really he would be enjoyed it, sure. he'd be reaching out. But I do worry if you just send one text and he hasn't responded yeah, that they're that. straight up ghosting you or they don't want anything to do with you. So we've got Andrew's number. Let's get Andrew's side of things. Hello. Hello, is this Andrew? Yes, it is. Andrew, this is Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show on My 127. Hey, Hello, Andrew. how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Um, we wanted to give you a call. 
So long story short, uh, a listener of our radio show actually reached out to us and wanted us to call you. Um, her name is Tara, and apparently she went on a first date with you playing pickleball and had lunch. Does that sound familiar? Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes, it does. Do well. you uh, remember getting a text from Tara? She says she texted you, thought you guys would go out again, but she hasn't heard back. So we are calling you to try and pick up the pieces to see maybe what's going on so we could tell her. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it, it's... Um it's it's cool. She's Tara, Tara's a, a, mm-hmm. a cool girl. Okay, well, take us take you us know, through the date a little I, bit and let us know how it went on uh, your end. Well, I, I think I think we had fun. You know, it was um, it was kind of a, a fun day. You know, we got a little competitive there, but um, you, you know, for the most part, I I, I think she's a great girl. Mm-hmm. But you're not texting her back, and it doesn't seem like you're interested in going out again. So. Just trying to figure out where, where's the hang up for, yeah. you know, why aren't we at your guys' wedding yet already? That's what we're trying to figure out here. <laughs> yeah, I guess, you know, it's just, I, I just don't think that maybe we're, we're the best together. Cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Get that. But what, don't like, mean why? to cry, but could you tell us why? I guess, you know, it's hard because um, I, I like, um, you know, make uh, like all these cheesy, corny jokes and stuff. And she, she just, um, she never laughed. She wouldn't laugh at all. I mean, she would say, oh, that's funny, and, you know, she would smile, but she really didn't laugh at, at all. And it, it just, gosh, it just made me feel kind of awkward and um, felt that, you know, maybe I I was being just stupid and, and not really being endearing. So you felt like a, a swing and a miss? Like you'd say something funny and then it was just crickets? Is that kind of... What you're saying? Yeah, but do you yeah. think it was on purpose? Like, do you think she's purposely I, like I'm yeah. not laughing at you? I think so. Maybe. She, yeah. I thought that she didn't just didn't understand my humor and just didn't get it. Oh, you might be reading into it too much. So. I, no, I don't. I as a, as a funny man myself, <laughs> Andrew, I understand that there's no worse feeling in the world than you keep telling jokes and no one's laughing. I had that at last staff meeting and I wanted to quit. I wanted to quit my job right there and just say, <laughs> you know what, I'm packing my bags, I'm leaving. So the hangup is she just. Doesn't laugh. Yeah. Uh, you said, doesn't laugh. Didn't laugh at anything I said. At least I wouldn't text her back either. What? I would. Lauren, come on. Come, give me think a about break. this. Can you imagine? Give me a break. Can you imagine being with someone that you try to tell jokes and they never laugh? Maybe you're not funny. Like maybe it wasn't funny. I don't know. Andrew, are you a funny guy? <laughs> be honest. An honest assessment. Well, I mean, I may not be. You know, it's hilarious, but at least I'm trying. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, laughter is an important thing. It, it is an important thing. Like, are you serious? <laughs> um, now yeah, we're Tara's, all laughing. Tara's with us. <laughs> That's Tara um, on the other line. Sorry, Andrew. So you're 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 ghosting me because I didn't laugh at you? Well, I just didn't know how how to respond to you. You know, or to I. I guess, yes, I am. <laughs> I, yes, love, I, love I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, that's it. You don't <laughs> laugh at me. It, it didn't cross your mind that, like, maybe I was nervous, like, maybe it's just, like, a nervous tick? Exactly. Well, I, that's, I, that's why I was trying to make light of the situation and, and to, to light, lighten, lighten up the mood. And that's why I was making those, you know, corny remarks. Yeah, but if I didn't laugh like the first ten times you did it, why would I laugh the next twenty? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I know. I just um, it was pretty hopeless. So hold on a second. Let me just get this straight, Tara. Do you know how to laugh? 
You do laugh. Yes, yes, I know how to laugh. I laugh all the time. Just not on a first day. It would, I so, la- like, like, ha, 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 Maybe that's what you should have done. <laughs> I, see, I'm confused here because Andrew Tara clearly likes you. That's why she called us. So shouldn't that be reassurance enough that, you if know. If someone's she, not laughing at my jokes, I may not think they like me. Yes, I get that. But now you know she does like you because that's why she called us. Got it. I, yeah, I guess. But, you know, now every time I make a joke and. I'm, if she does laugh, I'm going to think it's a fake laugh. I think it's a pity and... laugh, dude. I, this I, is so weird this, to me. This I'm, is hitting me to my core. It. Okay. Tara, right. as, you know, me and Andrew are funny guys, Tara. Okay, so <laughs> let's just get to the bottom of it. You know, when we are performing and we don't get the laugh in response, it hurts our confidence. Yeah. Okay. Okay, wait. So I don't think this is going to work out. I could tell. But Tara, on your next date with whoever it is, can you please do that laugh? Joey and Lauren. It's the only rule we follow around here. It's time for the five second rule with Joey and Lauren in the morning. All right. Playing five second rule with us this morning on a feel good Friday is Mary in Meridian. Double M. I want to call you Eminem. I want to call you Eminem, Mary. Good morning. Good morning, thank you. All right, that was so, a pity laugh. <laughs> yeah, like, ha, Good morning. Ha, 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 thanks, <laughs> thanks, well, guys. Well, after the last segment, like, you you know you needed it. Yes, so. I, I know. Say, just like make or break. Wait a second, you must be Tara from Make or Break. You just fake <laughs> laugh and everything. All right, so uh, here's how the game works. We have three things you need to name in a certain topic, but you only have five seconds to do so. All right. Okay. And we all play in this game. So we have Mary and Meridian, we have Lauren, and we have me. Let's start off with Lauren. Uh, I just want okay. to apologize first and foremost. I, You are not going to like these. Here we go. Great, thanks. Five seconds to name three okay. preschool songs. Um, ABC's Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and Old MacDonald Had a Farm. <clears throat> are those preschool songs? What do you think, Mary? Is Old MacDonald Had a Farm a preschool song? Absolutely. All right. Yeah, there it yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought Thank I was going to get you on that one. All right. Hey, I'm an up and coming future preschool mom. I guess that's I know true. these songs. All right, let's go to uh, Mary and Meridian. All right, Mary, name three things with zippers pants, jackets, um, sometimes shirts, coats. Uh, yeah, you got yeah. it. You got Keep it. going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. Shirts, coats, pants. Nice job. Pants. I'm trying to think of other things that have zippers. I think you named almost all of them. Um, Suitcases. Some boots have zippers on the side. All right. Here we go. go. You each have a point. Okay, Joey. Name three Ron Howard movies. You jerk. (laughs) October Sky with Jake Gyllenhaal. (laughs) You jerk. Come on! You're gonna throw me some hard balls. I got one right back at you. I can't. I still can't think of any. I honestly still can't think of any. Really, we're just guaranteeing that Mary wins this because we're just giving ourselves really hard ones. So uh, Lauren and Mary both have a point. I have zero. Here we go. Back to Lauren. Ready? Why don't you name three types of chairs? Um, a recliner, a a, an office chair, Mm. and dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it. Lazy boy. I would have just said recliner, another recliner, another <laughs> recliner. All right, so That's all uh, you know. still just one point for Lauren. Back to Mary and Meridian. Okay, Mary, name three theme parks. 
Disneyland, um, Great America, um, old one in Utah. Uh, the old the one in Utah. The old one in Utah. It was close. Okay, I've never heard of Great America. Can somebody explain? Isn't that in Ohio? Oh, okay, I grew up in Sacramento, and Got it was it. the one that was in the Bay Area. We'd always drive to. It was oh. it's like a Marriott. Okay. I don't know. Marriott's Great America. That's what it was called. I, I, I kept thinking know. it was in Ohio okay. or something. Next road Cedar trip. Cedar Point's in Ohio. Yeah. I right. like it. Lauren, okay. uh, I think it's a Six Flags now. So oh, gotcha. Go. Okay. Oh, okay. All right, Joey. Yep. Name three of Santa's reindeer. Uh, Rudolph, Donner, and Blitzen. Hey, there you go. There we go. Okay. Nice I want to play my celebration. I'm just like, wow, you got some celebration. All right, so one point for me, one point for Lauren, one point for Mary Meridian as we go to the final question. Okay, go ahead. All right, Lauren, name three Western movies. Um, hmm, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. Tombstone, that's about all I have. I think oh, Lucky Number man. Seven's one. I'm such an idiot. There's so many, but I'm just right. going to, yeah, so my bad. Lauren finishes with one point to Mary and Meridian, a huge question for you. Mary, name okay. three things needed for scrapbooking. Um, glue, pictures, a scrapbook. There it is. Okay. Does a scrapbook count? I think so. You need the actual book. Mm-hmm. So That's Mary true. gets two points. Here we go. If I get this, we tie. If not, Mary is our champion. I'm sorry, Joey. Make it a hard Make, one. Make it hard. It, one. It, it's hard. <laughs> Name three national flags containing the color green. <laughs> <laughs> You dr- well, hold on, wait, wait. Uh, Italy, Mexico, and no. Oh, I, you know what? You I, I counted myself out too quickly. You I did. I did. Italy, you Mexico, and oh, what's one more. Portugal has a little bit in the corner, right? Brazil, Brazil. has some green. That would have been it. All right, Mary <laughs> in Meridian, you are the champion oh, today. Nice How job, you Mary. feeling? Woo. <laughs> Very impressive. Have a wonderful weekend. All right. Thank you. You too. You bet. Joey and Lauren in the morning. We have more to get to when it comes to this bathroom situation. That's coming up next. Joey and Lauren in the morning. We are still trying to figure out this whole bathroom situation. Last night, uh, we picked up baby Jay. He was just staying at a friend's house while we were out and about getting some stuff done. And it was a quick little pickup. He was only gone for like an hour. A quick little pickup. And you said, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. I said, let's wait. We're 10 minutes from our house. You said it's rude. I think it's just rude to ask spring to on someone's, someone's bathroom. Yeah, to me... My bathroom can have a wide range of what it looks like. Sometimes our bathroom, you could eat dinner off the toilet seat. Sometimes our bathroom looks like a random gas station (laughs) at 2 in the morning. Two things. One, that's your problem. Okay. Second thing, I don't care if there were bugs on the ground. I had to pee so bad. Like, so bad I had to go. See, you should have explained that. You you were like, like, no, no, that's rude. Don't ask. We're just 10 minutes away. Just wait till we get home. See, right. that's- and again, I, I want to preface, Joey wasn't um, restricting me. He wasn't holding me against my will, telling me he can't <laughs> use their bathroom. We've got a lot of texts saying, geez, Joey, that's rude. Let your wife go to the bathroom. He literally I'm was just person. like, no, it's rude. It's rude. Well, and full disclaimer, all you said is, oh, man, I got to go to the bathroom. And I said, hey, let's just wait till we get home because I'm thinking about it from their perspective, right? Someone drops into our house. Let's say someone drops off cookies. We had mm-hmm. a friend drop off a loaf of French bread the other day for great instance. If she drops by a loaf of French bread and then goes, oh, by the way, can I use your bathroom real quick? I would kind of be you like. You consider that rude. Well, I, listen, I wouldn't say no, you can't. But I would say, yeah. And then I would be so nervous that our bathroom looks terrible, that it's not clean. The toilet bowl is not clean. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like all that stuff. To me, 
I need to be prepared to know when a guest could use our bathroom. <laughs> and that moment was gone for those people last night when Lauren tried to use the bathroom. I have never thought of that before because, honestly, I was just like, I have to go. I have to go. I'm going to ask so, to go. And you're like, no, 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 it's rude. And then when we got in the car driving home, I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't know if I'm going to make it. And then you're like, well, you should have gone. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. You told me it was rude to ask. All right, well, let's do this. Terry is calling in. Terry wants to chime in on this topic. Good morning, Terry. What do you think? Her bladder's not the same, and when she's got to go, she's got to go. Amen to that. You're the second person to bring up the small bladder after having a baby. That is obviously something that I was not aware about. I thought bladders all stayed the same. It's a real thing. No, it's a real thing. And when you gotta go, you gotta go. Thanks for the call, Terry. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right, you can text us as well. Idaho BMI text line 68719. Okay, this texture writing in says they work at a urology clinic. It is not okay to hold your bladder. She says, Now I got doctors coming at me. Joey, let her go potty. All right. I'm, I'm going to get very angry here for a second. Let's get something like, clear. Joey, let the poor woman use the bathroom. We are not making this segment into Joey doesn't allow his wife to pee. <laughs> Please. I am a good person. It wasn't like that. No, no, I no. just said, well, let's I, go at our house. I didn't I say actually, you will not go to the bathroom. I will back that up. Holy moly. I, I was telling now Joey. I'm giving you I, bad health advice. I really have to go to the bathroom. And you were just like, oh, no, no, no. I no, said, no, just rude. Just it's wait. rude. Don't ask. You can can wait because we were a few minutes away from home but honestly in that situation i did not see anything wrong with asking at all okay can i use I, your bathroom? I don't like the way i mean maybe i should have been prepared for it because if we start off a show with joey didn't let his wife go to the bathroom <laughs> then there's probably going to be some people upset uh, at me people are saying you know if it was a friend that watched baby jay what's the problem with asking to use a friend's bathroom but i could see it now yeah let's say our guest bathroom was not in the best of shape I could see you easily. A friend comes over to drop something off or pick something up and says, can I use your bathroom? I know, right? When they leave, you go, oh, my gosh, our bathroom's a mess. I'm mortified. Why do they use our bathroom? Yeah, I get it. But I'm not going to let my friend just wet on the floor or pee her (laughs) pants. (laughs) Go outside. Everyone hates me now. It's your trending stories with Joey and Lauren in the morning. How about this? There's a man who recently moved into a new house. Upon moving into his new house, he finds... $10,000 hidden throughout the living room. You know what? Would you return it? Snooze, you lose. It's my house now. Thanks for the little uh, housewarming (laughs) present. Housewarming gift. I'm trying to think of uh, what my moral compass is telling me. I'm like, would I? Would I yeah, give it I think back? You, I think you would. I think you kind of have By to. By the way, I want to make that much money that I can accidentally forget about the 10000 I hid throughout my house. Scattered throughout I, the living room. Uh, honey, check under the lamp again. I think we left $1,000. Oh, Five different is. envelopes packed with cash. Why? Some like, people do that. I'm just curious as to why they do that. money, just in case. So uh, he ended up returning uh, the cash to its former owner, which I'm sure they were super grateful to get $10,000 back, uh-huh. just like that. Uh, a thief okay, decided to steal $1,000 worth of used cooking oil from a Chick-fil-A in Georgia. Don't ask me why. They reportedly dressed up like an employee. Of Just said my pleasure everywhere Chick-fil-A. and that got them in. Uh, Valley Proteins actually is the employee they dressed up as. Um, apparently it's a company that collects and recycles animal processing food waste, including used cooking oils. Gotta get that Chick-fil-A They decided oil. to uh, steal it instead, and it's worth $1,000. You know what? What? It's got to be pretty easy to pretend you're a Chick-fil-A employee. You put on a red polo, and all you do is say, my pleasure, and everyone gives you... Like, you can walk to the back, and then, like... The, empl- the manager's like, who are you? And you just go, my pleasure. Oh, okay, sorry, sir. Not to mention, I feel like they have 
25 employees working at one time, so you may not even know all of your coworkers. I know. There's like 12 people <laughs> in one drive through line. I'm like, which I know. person do I talk to I here? find that with a lot of places nowadays. It's like, dang. They've got their stuff. And then they have people. like the little kiosk to give you the receipt. They have like one person that does one thing. One person gives you the receipt. One person takes your order. One person is in charge of putting the ice in the drink. It's really amazing. <laughs> so they're, uh, you know, you decide you want to buy a cat, okay? You want to get a cat. You want to get a new pet for your family. You pay $7,000 for this cat, which, Gosh, in my opinion, expensive. is crazy high. Turns out it's actually a tiger after you buy this cat. This family did not know that That's they purchased a grand. tiger. That is exactly why it's uh, $7,000. In fact, I think, I'm trying to think, when we were watching Tiger King, do you remember? I feel like there was an episode where they talked about the price. Yeah, it's like three, I think it was three grand. And it wasn't I was that like, bad. what? Yeah. I could buy a tiger for $3,000? I know what I'm doing with my stimulus check. Right? I'm buying a tiger. What do you do if you find out your household, your family pet is actually a wild animal? Yeah, you get nervous or you're like, oh, no, they're my baby. We have a friend that has a, um, oh, what's it called? Lauren, what's the... the a serval. A serval. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Rest and, in peace. She actually passed away. Oh, did she? Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, but gosh. a serval. It's a wild cat. Yeah. And it's this hybrid. It's like, it kind of looks like a house cat, but then it can jump 50 feet. You're like, ah, that's a wild animal. And they've animal. got fangs and big yep. old teeth. Mm, nothing says a nice little domestic pet like that. I'm fine with just a good old golden retriever. Yeah, I'll what, stop there. What happened to the good old days? Next thing <laughs> I'll be like, oh, I got a, I thought it was a husky, but it's right. a gray wolf. And the nice thing is it goes and hunts things for me. <laughs> and those are some of your trending stories. Joey and Lauren in the morning. You know, TikTok, the app, which I deleted again, by the way. I do not have it on my phone anymore. I'm sorry. So how many times have you deleted it? Three times. Three times so I've deleted it. it. Yep. I another do not have time it. since we had your intervention yep. on the show. Oh my yep. gosh. I do not have it. So have I, I don't have this app anymore. Um, so Lauren, you still have it because we still have a uh, TikTok channel you can follow us on. But um, people have been fired on TikTok that work at certain companies or businesses because they do these videos where they tell you how you can like cut corners. Yeah, or, I've seen this. They so, out their, their business, yeah, their company. There was that girl. It all started probably six months ago. A girl at Panera Bread. Is it still called Panera Bread? I don't know. Um, but Panera. Panera. I mean, people know it as Panera. She works at Panera and she goes, hey, I'm going to show you how to get more mac and cheese for less money. You order the kid's size and this and this. And she went through a few of the things. She's like, never get our soup because of this. And it was crazy, right? And so Panera was like, you're fired. And somebody at Chick-fil-A, right, got yeah. fired. That's got, I mean, that's a, a breach of, I think when you sign the employment documents yeah. when you get a job, that's a breach of confidentiality yeah, I get it. or I mean, whatever, right? These kids want to go mm-hmm. viral. So some 16-year-old says, yeah, I'm going to tell everyone how you can cut I've corners seen, at Panera. And I've then seen you get these fired. videos, though, for a lot of businesses. And I'm like, huh? Yeah, All right. Like, I'm definitely going to order different now. I'll remember that. <laughs> so I don't think this flight attendant is going to get fired because it's really the obvious. But she pointed out the dirtiest parts of an airplane when you're sitting in it and she does reveal what they clean and Mm -hmm. what they don't clean so uh i'm glad you're telling me this after we just got off the plane over the weekend instead of right before so number three on the dirtiest Uh part of an airplane according to this flight attendant is those air vent controls they say they do not wipe those down so oh you, crap! Yep. I was touching those all over the place. You're you know, right. A little thing, and you you get You're like right. you can just yeah. twist the knob, and it mm-hmm. gives you more air or less air. She says thousands of hands touch those, and we oh. do not wipe them down. That legit just made my stomach turn. And think about it too: someone e- eats a little like chip or something, and lick their fingers, oh and then they move it. So I have to say really fast: when we were on our flight. Um, our first flight, it was a stop in Vegas, but it wasn't a full out layover. We stayed on the planes. So we didn't change planes. 
and they bring the clean, and I put in, in quotes, the cleaning crew came on the flight. And so I was able to watch them clean the plane and they don't, they don't wipe anything down. And I was like, they basically just look for garbage. So yeah, that's an insight too. I did not see them clean anything. Number two, the second dirtiest thing on an airplane, according to this flight attendant, is the safety guide. She says, we do not wipe those down. Plenty of people grab those safety guides. They look through it when you have to have your phone in airplane mode and you can't access stuff. I don't even look through that anymore. No, neither do I. Uh -uh. Neither do I. I feel, is there anybody that feels less important than flight attendants doing the safety thing and no one looks at them? I mean, seriously, sometimes I'm like, you know what, guys? If this happens, you're all going to try to remember what is I there, said. Is there anyone out there that actually feels confident my mom. that they know what they would my do mom. if something happened? When I was a kid, my mom would say, guys, watch. Mom, mom, watch. Watch what they say. So my mom literally. Most people are like, yeah, 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 yeah. When okay, they, yeah, when yeah, they yeah, say yeah. attention. Flotation device, yeah, 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 yeah. My mom sits up and she just stares at the flight attendant and nods her head. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's how you <laughs> So there is one okay. person that pays attention. Yeah, there but is. I want to. Is there anybody that feels confident? I know what to do in case of an emergency on a flight because I'm pretty sure everyone just plugs in and ignores it. And the number one dirtiest part of an airplane, she says, for passengers is the back seat pocket. She says they do not clean it. And she says most people will throw their phone in there, and phones are the dirtiest. You know, I put seven my times, phone in there, yep, and seven my garbage, times dirty in your garbage. And, your drink. and she says, Ew. do not. She says, do not put stuff in that pocket. Avoid it. Don't put your snacks in there. Don't put your phone in there. Oh Don't gosh, put your headphones the, in there. Don't put the baby's bottle in there. Don't put the baby's bottle in there. there. Ah! ah! No. So there it is. Yep. So uh, I'm not surprised. Yeah, honestly, I don't know if anybody is. I've never looked at those airplane pockets and be like, I'm glad these are clean and sanitary. I will say I had to change a diaper mid-flight, which I never will recommend that again in my entire life because trying to fit my own body in the lavatory, let alone trying yeah. to fit a baby and do the whole changing thing, was awful. Well, that's what's funny. She actually said, be careful of the tray tables. Wipe those down because she sees many passengers change their baby's diaper on <gasps> them. No. And they don't sanitize those. And she just posted oh, this no. last week. So so are you allowed to change your baby's diaper on the that tray table? Know. You may seat? be able to. Could you imagine if you're sitting next to somebody? <laughs> Listen, I'm a parent. I get it. You got to do what you got to do. But I could not imagine sitting elbow to elbow with somebody who's changing a nasty on yeah. the eating tray while I'm trying to sip my <laughs> ginger ale and eat my little pretzels and peanuts. Like, oh, this is refreshing, isn't it? Joey and Lauren in the morning. Listen to your favorite episodes on demand now with our app.